Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike, and I will be your guide for the next two hours. Hey, before we get started here on the program, let me introduce my fellow patriots to you today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Uh, good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us here on this uh, this fine uh, Second Amendment supporting weekend. We, you know, we, yeah, we're kind of used to showing up. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's it's, uh, it's it's all the it's all the perks. It's the perks, you know. The parking spots we get are are great at this point. It's because <laughs> nobody else is here. <laughs> we are a weekend show after all. So, uh, hey, uh, on my left, guarding the door, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, how, gentlemen, how, how's everybody doing? Everybody have a good week? Everything good? good? Yep. 
Keeping busy. Uh, Kevin, anything uh, interesting in the, the world of law? Anything cool? Anything uh, you know, unique? Uh, nothing. Not really. Nothing. Just uh, just the same can't, old stuff. Can't change the names to just uh, protect the a lot, alleged. A lot of office stuff. I don't think I actually had court this week. I actually didn't have court this week. I had a lot of. You're ready for court, but right, not any right. actually in court. And and you know what? That's because this is not a, a an actual drama or a TV show. For the amount of time you spend in court, how much prep time would you say? For every hour in court, how much prep time goes into that? At, at how much time in the office are you working? From the time from the client walks in the door to the time you go to court, how much would you say that is? You get the impression he's reviewing his last bill. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. Just, just, yeah. I'm just trying to get people out, you know, because they don't watch, uh, it, you know, it, this is not a TV show that's your law it, firm. It you know? truly depends on what the case involves and the amount of discovery that has to take place. But I could easily spend between five and ten hours of out-of-court time for every hour that I spend in the courtroom actually arguing a motion. And, and that's just getting ready for court. I'm sure you do work before that, that before you even, you know, the court option comes up. You know, well, let's see if we can just file some oh. paperwork. We can do this. Oh, yeah. we, we'll do the case review. Depending and, on, depending on again, right. the matter being in conflict, right. you may or may not actually end up in court. It, you know, personal injury cases, probably 90% of them resolve before you ever get right. to court. And right. The other 10%, you know, you may have one out of 100 that actually goes to trial. My one out of 100 are usually large because right. it's, <laughs> uh, it's difficult to, to get someone to, uh, to litigate and understand the consequence of litigation on a twenty or $30,000 claim. Right. When you've got a claim for, you know, a significant brain injury that's going to result in the need for care for the rest of a lifetime. That's a different set of circumstances. And those those we take to trial almost every time they come up because you can't go to an insurance carrier and say, give me $20 million on a $50,000 policy. Now, in, in the one case that we had that they wouldn't even give us the $50,000 on the policy, we took that to trial and the jury didn't say give them $20 million. They said give them $27 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a little bit of a difference there. That's what happened. Twenty-seven million six hundred sixty-six thousand seven hundred dollars and sixty-seven cents, approximately. But who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> Plus <laughs> interest. That's what happens when you, when you mess with the uh, Max Law Orlando right there. That's, that's, yeah. That's what you're, uh-huh. yeah. That's what you're gonna I haven't seen any local uh, law agents that like to advertise how much they got for their clients come anywhere near that amount. Yeah, I, I thought about getting a billboard that said that, like some of the ones I've seen, and then I went, nah. Because I don't, I don't want it to be look, look, my car's engine's bigger than yours. You know? Yeah. I don't want. Oh, my tires, my tires on my jacked up truck are bigger than your jacked up truck. I don't, I don't want to get in that contest. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's not worth the hassle. I, I don't advertise except for this insanity. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, I think and, I give out more I, of his business cards than he does. And I, all my cases are through referral from other lawyers or from clients that are pleased with the results. Earl's not joking. Uh, besides his uh, the Kydex holster for the for the guns he carries and the flashlights, he's got another one with Kevin's business cards in them. And it's kind of an angle. It's it's about a 45. It's a quick draw, but it holds it in there. They, when you when he runs, he doesn't jump out. They they've still got a little tension to him, so yeah. you can pull them out. Yeah, he's still got that. My going. children wanted me to get magnetic cars to throw at crash scenes at one point, and, <laughs> and, and, and so they called they called a company to see about getting it done, and uh, the company said, uh, "Yeah, we've already had somebody do that, and they got in trouble with the bar." So you right. don't right, do, right. don't do that, don't do that. Yeah, they were trying to be helpful when they were younger. 
Uh, Did you hear about the uh, the president this week? Oh my goodness! Uh, I mean, how could you not? This is, this is going crazy right now. The the president uh, for those that have been uh, you know uh, off off uh, out of the solar system for the last L- couple living of, under couple a of rock. Days. Yep. He, he reinstated the, the tra- yeah, reinstated the transgender ban in the military. Now, I'm, listen, I'm not going to get into. Uh, uh, a debate about uh, you know sexual preference or anything like that. He's that, that's not what he talked yeah, about. Yeah, no, no, gays and and, and and homosexuals are still serving in the military. That's not a problem there. This was really it came down to a a good order. I would call it good order. I won't even say discipline. This is a good order thing. I mean, you have to, you know, for for, for those observed, add a third. Now I had a third bathroom, and add a third party that can pick and choose, and, and now I had medical costs, and so I'll add. All right, let's talk about the medical costs real quick. So what you're concerned about is the fact that before this, the president and, and the military paid for the transgender surgeries, and now they won't. I, I, th- I think it is it's medical costs. I think that's what it comes down to. I think it's, uh, you, you listen, you know, maybe the hormone treatment, the drug treatment, I don't know how much that costs. It probably costs as much as it Viagra costs for the Army. I, I have no idea. But the problem is... Well, I, you, you take a Viagra and, well, you're out for a couple hours. I don't know how long, however long it works for you. But you go in and you start getting these treatments for transgender. Well, now you're down for three, four months. You know, you, how long are these but procedures that's a surgical take? surgical procedure. And, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, this is, that's what I'm saying. This is, this is good order. This is, uh, you know, this is people taken away from, from their, their duties. And here's the concern. Like, we joked about it last week with. They, they joined the Army. To get a sex change operation, like I got a DUI so I could get a vasectomy. Exactly, exactly, just like that. So you know that's that's the concern, and I think they put that that down. And you know everybody's jumping on, uh, you know the president saying you know now he's anti this, anti that. Listen, you know it was the last president who dumped this on Donald Trump. You know four or five months before the inauguration, he does and just dumps this. You know hey let the next guy deal with it. You know he knew what he was doing, and and this is this is this was. Uh, this is spiting the current president and the current administration. You know, he knew if uh, if old Hillary took over, it wouldn't make a difference. But the chance that somebody else, the other party did, and they were going to have to deal with it. This is the last guy sticking a knife in the ear of the new guy. And, and, and that's what happened here. Uh, but, yeah, listen, we could talk a week about that. Uh, hey, folks, we got a great program planned for you today. Dr. John Adine will be on talking about uh, shot placement. Tactical anatomy. We're going to be going into Major Bill will be with us, of course, and we've got some uh, some other great uh, other great news going on, uh, including something out of D.C. and a great great thing happened for gun rights. So so stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you after the break. is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. 
with my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. 
Hey, be sure to check out our friends at nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com and get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110, which is the Glock style, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, and then the new pocket pistol, which is a little little compact uh, gun for, for training, a little concealment gun. Hey, you don't have time to get your reps in? Well, this is how you make time to get your reps in. Go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Hey, guys, I don't know if you saw this next story. This is one that I got from a lot of sources. A lot of people sent it in, emailed. We got uh, some texts on this. We got, uh, we got the old tweets. This is from our good friends over at the Second Amendment Foundation. They've, uh, they've, they've jumped into this. There's two families out there in Michigan that have been told if you don't give up your firearms, you're not going to be able to be a foster parent. Uh, now, now, Second Amendment Foundation filed a lawsuit in federal district court in Michigan challenging the state's regulations on firearms ownership and use for anyone seeking to become a foster parent. Uh, Kevin, my, my understanding, I know the one family was, it's a, he's a disabled Marine, and he, they already have the child in the house. Yeah, apparently there was some form of shelter hearing, which would be the mechanism by which the the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, uh, the equivalent of the Department of Children and Families, uh, place the child in their care and then ask them to become the foster parents, which usually involves them receiving some form of financial assistance from the state. Uh, as part of that process, the caseworker told Mr. Johnson that he would have to give the agency the serial numbers of all of his firearms. And when he asked why, the caseworker allegedly told him, if you want to care for your grandson, you will have to give up some of your constitutional rights. Wow, that sounds real American. Uh, well, it doesn't have anything to do with being an American. It has to do with the fact that most of the folks that get hired into these positions have been taught through their education and training that uh, only the police should have firearms okay. and that you have an obligation in your job to disarm everyone. I guess that's why they call them social workers. Right, because they're socialists. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, you know, this is up there in the upper peninsula of uh, Michigan. This is not, you know, this is not Detroit. This is not, uh, you know, Lansing. This is this is not in a major metropolitan area. This is this is God's country. This yeah, is th uh, this is more like Selma, Alabama, than it yeah. is downtown D.C. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, 100 uh, percent uh, closer. Uh, yeah. It's it's um, it, it's odd. First off, just the initial thought on this is they want the serial numbers. They want they don't want the they don't want to know what kind of guns. They they didn't want the guns out of the house. Just give us your serial numbers. Oh, it it changed. Yeah, that's, but that was the initial. The initial part yeah. was they asked him for serial numbers, and he did the, uh, huh? why? Why? Uh, two weeks after they asked for the serial numbers, a lawsuit further asserts uh, that the county court judge, now this is the, the judge, told Mr. Johnson that if they wanted their grandson placed in their care, quote, we know we are violating numerous constitutional rights here, but if you do not comply, we will remove the boy from your home. And we will place him in a kennel with the animal shelter where he will yes. live as a dog. That, that, that has been uh, some broadcasters, journalistic embellishment there. Please, please don't, please don't think the judge said that. He, he just about said it. But Kevin's, Kevin's making you know, light of the fact that this guy just said, we're going to 
violate how many constitutional rights? Why not? Why not say we're going to put them in a kennel? You know? How, you yeah. Know? It's, because it's, the child is ours. We are the state. Yeah. And the child yeah. is ours. There you go. There you go. And we will decide whether you get to parent the child or not because the child is ours. This sounds a little bit like. Uh, the health courts out of London, or you know, that we've heard over the past couple yeah, of weeks, or, very or, similar, yeah. or Sparta. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, very true. Uh, Alan Gottlieb, the Second Amendment founder and executive vice president, said that the judge's statements are simply outrageous. Uh, the lawsuit asserts that the policy of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, by implementing requirements and restrictions that are actually functional bans on the bearing of firearms for self-defense both in and out of the home, completely prohibits foster and adoptive parents and those who would be foster or adoptive parents from the possession and bearing of readily available firearms for the purpose of self-defense. This violates the the plaintiff's constitutional rights under the Second and Fourteenth Amendments. Uh, And Fourteenth Amendment because it's a a state-level issue. Uh, The... Not, not to mention due process, Kevin. I mean, we're, you know, how many other amendments are we violating oh, you, here? You, you know, know their, their, their position is you got due process. It's our process, yeah. and you'll do it the way we <laughs> want you. <laughs> I think that's the uh, – no, ex- excellent point. Uh, this is not the first time the Second Amendment Foundation has filed such a lawsuit. The organization's challenged requirements in Oklahoma and Illinois. When the Second Amendment Foundation sued in Oklahoma, uh, Mr. Gottlieb noted that the mandate in the, in the state for foster parents – it's not just restrictive, it's ridiculous. Why should a foster parent be stripped of his or her right to self-defense or their ability to defend their foster child simply to appease some bureaucrat's anti-gun philosophy? Now, that's exactly what it is. Well, why don't they just take away the right to vote? You have to give up your right to vote in order to to have your fo- Okay, you also have to give up your right to drive. And you have to give up your right to manage your own bank account because we're the state and we're going to manage your bank account now, too. So we're going to vote for you. We're going to manage your money. We're going to take you everywhere you need to go because you don't need a car because we're going to take your car and we're going to sell it and we're going to keep the money because right. we now manage your money. Right. right. And don't ever talk about it because you also had to give up your right to free speech while we let you have our child. Yeah. That, that I mean, listen, now that's true communism. That's, you know, listen, everything belongs to the state and the, and the benefit is the states. Uh, but, but that's what this sounds like. I mean, uh, the... You know, the right word, the audacity, the nerve, the gall of, of the judge to say this in open court on public record. Yeah. You, you, you know, we're just just come right out and say it. How does how does he not get thrown off the bench for this? Don't think it ain't going to happen. Okay. Uh, it, it, Hope it, it does. This, it's not over yet. Right. There's a senior judge somewhere scratching his head going, what were you thinking? Yeah. We're going to have to send you to judge school again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Remedial judge school. And the uh, the Michigan their Department of Health and Human Services listen this is gonna this is gonna end up uh, you know tearing tearing them a new one they're gonna go through their policy they're gonna go through everything in their procedures it probably isn't written down <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's a, probably it's just a, a protocol that they follow because in the totality of the circumstances <laughs> we were trying to protect human life because. He's a hundred percent disabled Marine, so it means that he probably was in combat, which means he has shown a he's propensity unstable. to yeah. kill, and we have to take the firearms away from him, or he'll eat the baby. Yeah, yeah, th- but that's that's the mentality. That's what you see. That's what you get. And this is literally the listen. Guns kill people. Yeah. It's it's not the it's not the people. You know, it's not bad people. It's not criminals. It's not uh, psychopaths. It's 
the guns, if the guns are there, they're going to kill the child. You know what kills most newborn children? Uh, that'd be the, the mother, the mother, mother wolf. The mother. She eats them. No, the for, mother is. Oh, the we're talking mo- about humans again. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Humans. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, 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 the mother. Yeah. That's the, that, right. If we're going to implement this kind of policy, let's just take them all away from the birth mothers for the first three years until they can talk. And then they can tell us what birth mother did and then return to the birth mother. Because if we're going to go communist, let's go full Monty. Yeah. Yeah, this is um, this is one we're, we're definitely going to be watching. Uh, the, the two families affected up there, in, again, uh, in, in upper upper uh, peninsula of Michigan, are told again that you cannot be a foster parent because you have guns in the house. Uh, like and you heard Kevin say it. Okay, well, you have a car. So we're going to take the car away because you've, you can get into an accident. Right. And, and the car, you know. But it's you know a, what? It's dangerous. Oh, listen, we, how many times do we have to say it? Uh, it's never the car's fault when you get into a, a DUI, but it's definitely the gun's fault if somebody gets shot. The gun did it, not the person, the gun. So this is absolute hypocrisy and uh, uh, just I, mean, I, I can't even fathom somebody coming into my house and telling me this. Yeah, and uh, all this aside, sadly, this child is the one that's going to suffer the most from it. Yeah, you know, where, where's the child going in the meantime? You, another foster parent, I would mm-hmm. guess, right? Animal shelters. Yeah, yeah animal, sh- animal shelters. Yes, no, no, it's not going to an animal animal shelter. So, uh, hey, folks, uh, stick around. We've got some more program coming up. In fact, we get back. We're going to talk to you about big happenings coming out of uh, the District of Columbia concerning gun rights. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C usa.com welcome back to arms room radio we're coming to you live from the Keltech studios hey this is the gun tech usa segment of the program i talked to all of our friends out there at uh, gun tech usa this week as i always do they said to say hello said to tell everybody check out everything new check out all the ar print 10 products check out all the ar-15 products just go to guntechusa.com that's g-u-n T E C U S A dot com. G U N T E C U S A dot com. Kevin, we were teasing this one last segment, earlier segment. We've been talking about this one all week. This this came out, I think it was early Tuesday morning, if my uh, if my memory serves. This is the Ren case and the Grace case that were currently working their way through the District of Columbia District Court of Appeals. The, the D.C. District Court of Appeals. Now, if you guys remember us uh, talking about it, we talked used to talk about uh, uh, old Chief Kathy Lanier from the Metropolitan D.C. Police Department. Well, remember, she left and went right. to the uh, the NFL yeah. to, uh, to to make them unsecure. Yeah, Chief, uh, chief of uh, Unsecurity. Chief of Unsecurity at the NFL now. Uh, and now she's been replaced by uh, uh, Peter Newsham. I know that's probably pronounced uh, <laughs> Newsham, but uh, I'm going to call him Peter New Newsham. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, he's the chief of police there. Now, the way the current, well, the way the law worked and the policy worked prior to Tuesday morning okay. was 
if you wanted to get a concealed weapons permit in the District of Columbia, you had to show you had need, imminent need. You had good need, good reason, I believe is their term. Kevin Ryan said good reason. Good cause. Good cause. Good cause. Now, Earl, do you remember what good cause was? Yeah, I think it was uh, as far as you had to be being raped while you're filling out the paperwork. Yeah, exactly right. To say I live in a high crime area, not enough. To say I've been burglarized two and three times, not enough. The, the good cause had to be a cause greater than the general populace than the community. Right, and and and, and their their what what they would say is, listen, D- there's, DC there's, is there's, a high crime area, yeah, so crime. everybody's a victim of crime here. So exactly. you have to be more than just a victim of crime or violence. You have to be actually in the midst right. of being the victim of a crime when you apply, and you have to still be a victim of a crime, actively a victim of a crime. When we evaluate you. Right. That's well, a, that's impossible. That's a long yeah. crime. Because when you go to the police station, you're, the, the presumption is that the kidnapper will have to take you, and you can say something, and they'll make him stop. Now, what if I like pre-fill it out, and I put it behind glass, and I put it at the police department, and it says... Break in case of emergency? Yeah, if I call you... How, would you, how yeah. would you get word you've been just, kidnapped? Just sign I would do. Date. I would do the... Uh, uh, and I'm going to ruin a whole bunch of people's day. <laughs> hey, Siri... Call the Metropolitan D.C. Police Department, <laughs> and then it would call them. Uh, but People's evidently. phones are dialing right yeah, now. I know. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. I know. There's a... Ah, ah, <laughs> ah, turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's, no, there's no other way. Uh, you know, they, they have been uh, very strict in that. And, and in addition to not allowing you to have an actual reason, uh, if the next level there is, well, then you have to take approved training from one of our improved, approved instructors. Where, where can I go to take that class? Uh, we um, haven't improved anybody yet. Yeah, they, they, you can't. There's nobody that's qualified. You can't. You can't take Because it. they have Ugh. to teach you to curve the bullet <laughs> and to yeah. be able to pull it back in case you fire by accident. Right. Wait a minute. I saw that movie. Yeah. Am I qualified now? Yeah. Yeah, well, you're about as qualified as they are. You know? <laughs> I just say we put Lanier in front of the pig and see if we can throw it around her. What does Rosie O'Donnell have to do with this? Why are you... <laughs> what is she... All of a sudden, just taking a shot. No, at remember, like it's that. it's not Lanier anymore. It's this. It's New Sham. Yeah, it's Peter New Sham. I, I know. I, same, no, 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 same no, no, department. No. Now it's New not Sham. assault on a police officer. Ah. Okay. That's I right. Always lawyering. Always lawyering. It's just simple battery. That's right. Just simple battery. No, I wasn't trying to shoot her. I was teaching her how hard it is to curve the bullet. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this decision comes out of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the for the District of Columbia. What had happened was under Mr. Wren's case, Matthew, excuse me, Brian Wren, uh, he was told, no, you don't have good reason. You don't have good reason. And under uh, Mr. Green, Mr. Grace, Matthew Grace, who also filed suit, these, and they filed for injunctions. It wasn't suits. They, they filed injunctions against the city that their policies were, were bad and against uh, – the, the rulings of the Heller decision, Mr. Heller versus D.C. And Mr. Heller's decision said, um, okay, D.C., uh, people in the D.C. have the right to firearms. And that means they have the right to firearms inside the home and outside the home. And, well, the Metropolitan D.C. Police Department said, well, sure, they can have them outside the home as long as they're disassembled in a you know in a lockbox uh, in the trunk of their car and they're moving them out, the, of, out of the district. And they're not driving the car. And they're not driving the yeah. car, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And there's no uh, available ammunition for that caliber within uh, 20 miles. You know, they, they, something they, ridiculous. they tried to argue that there's a difference between keep 
and bear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they right. they put a lot of effort into, well, you can keep a firearm, but that doesn't mean you have the right to bear a firearm. So you possess and carry aren't the same thing. And this court said, yeah, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, you have the right to have it available. It's not a right at some possible self-defense. It's a right to self-defense. It's, you know, give me a minute and I can you know, call timeout. I can run to my house, get my firearm, take a police escort back over because I can't have it in my car. Right, right. Uh, and, and, then, and then I can defend myself. Uh, according to the judge who wrote the uh, prevailing opinion here, at the Second Amendment's core lies the right of responsible citizens to carry firearms for personal self-defense beyond the home, subject to long-standing restrictions. Uh, these restrictions, traditional limits include, for instance, licensing requirements, but not bans on carrying in urban areas like D.C. or bans on carrying absent a special need for self-defense. What he's talking about is uh, you're not a convicted felon. You have not been adjudicated mentally incapable. Those are traditional limits you know, to, to public safety as uh, the courts have ruled in the past. Not, well, it's it's an urban area. You can't carry it in an urban area. It's high density. There's too many people. And then yeah. that goes, Kevin, that goes all the way back to uh, old English law. I yeah, mean, they, uh, you know. And, and the th- point is that it, that's the thing that I find disingenuous with regards to the, the, the D.C.'s motions and pleadings is they tried to quote treatise and law that by the time our nation was founded, had already been abrogated. It, it had been rewritten and overwritten by law that was more current at the time that said you can carry as long as it's not unusual and designed to terrorize the public in general. Right. You can carry a, a, a weapon to defend yourself. So their idea was you can't carry a, a seven-and-a-half-foot broadsword uh, you can't walk around with a cannon. Well, that seems probably true here. You're not allowed to walk around with a 50 caliber BMG strapped to your back. Right. right? That's heavy. You, I don't want to carry yeah. that. You're, yeah. you're, you're not the tripod, yeah. okay? No. And then the guy with you is going to be the one firing. Even if I'm allowed to, I don't <laughs> want to carry one of those. You know, there was one class of people that were allowed to get concealed weapons permits. Now, Evidently, they didn't have to go through the training because the training doesn't exist. But the one class that was allowed to get permits, and this is the same that we see in New York City under uh, de Blasio up there, um, is, is the, the rich. Yeah, you got the money? You got, you, you got the money? You got to tote around the money? You got so much money you can't put it somewhere? You got to carry it with you? Then you got a reason. And, and that's what it was. Listen, and that's what they're going to try and tell you. Well, he has to protect himself because he carries a large amount of cash and or jewels yeah. was the one thing they cited. But, Kevin, what, is that, what does that really mean? Means you're a Hasidic diamond merchant. What? Yeah, but that when you uh, th- when they start approving people that are rich, they're they're really it's they're it's it's class. Yeah, yeah, it's it's class. It, it means um, who do I write the campaign check to? Uh huh. Yeah. I have a lot of money, and I'd like to get rid of it a little bit right now, uh, and and replace the money in my wallet with a concealed weapons permit. Mm-hmm. It, it's exactly what Kevin said. It's it's a ruling class. It's a, it's a class status. Elitists. Elitists. There you go. He who has the gold makes the rules. And that's it. And listen, if, and if uh, as we've talked about on here many times, that's DC. That's the career politician. Oh yes. That's the uh, you know the silver spoon in the mouth. That's that's what or the platinum spoon. I guess it would be with these clowns. Does this have any bearing on the uh, 
the proposed, I don't know what it was called, but basically it was to allow the politicians to have gun permits? This be- says that it, the... everybody can. Okay. They, okay. they struck down, they enjoined the District from Columbia's police department from limiting who can be permitted to and carry I, a I want to talk about that when we get back. I want to go into who this is going to affect and, and, and what the ramifications are for this. So so stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios, and we will see you after the break. Caltech PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. Hey, don't forget to, to join us and our good friends at Georgia Carry Friday, August 4th, and Saturday, August 5th at the Georgia Carry 2017 Annual Convention. It's going to be in Atlanta at the Renaissance Atlanta Waverly Hotel. This is Georgia Carey's 2007 Annual Convention. Georgia Carey believes the citizens of Georgia and the United States have the right to own and carry the firearm of their choice for any reason other than to commit a crime. So check us out, or check Georgia Carey out. It's georgiacarey.org. Go to georgiacarey.org. Over, I believe it's over on the right side of the page. You can see the link to their to their uh, event. And uh, you know what? You don't even have to be a, a member to go. You can go and, and take part in the uh, in the event, and you could join there. And if you're listening, if you just happen to be driving, even if you're from Oklahoma, passing through town in Atlanta, want to stop in, come on in, stop in. Listen, this Georgia Carey, they're they're on the forefront of gun rights policy making at the state level. What happens in Georgia, other states see down the road. So mm-hmm. watch it happen there. See what their, their their pitfalls, see what their gains are, and this can help you wherever you are. This is why it's important to pay attention what's going on in all the states, not just in your state. Uh, hey, before we went to the break, Kevin, we were talking about what happened in D.C. We had uh, the appeal by Matthew Grace and the appeal by Brian Wren against the District of Columbia because the District of Columbia was banning firearms banning concealed carry applications, or excuse me, they were, they were saying no. They basically enforced a ban on concealed carry because they said, oh, Heller doesn't apply to us. That's not what we interpreted. Well, and they, the, the Heller decision gave gave the, the District of Columbia's police department the right to promulgate some form of rules or regulation on how that licensure would be added. The, yeah, they were a maze issue state, which basically became a never issue. Well, the, the problem in, in the way that the appellate court ruled is that the the decision rests on a rule that's so narrow that the good reason laws seem almost uniquely designed to defy the the ruling in Heller. It was written to get around Heller. And that a law-abiding citizen's right to bear common arms must enable the typical citizen to carry a gun. What D.C. said was... You can't be the typical citizen and be allowed to carry a firearm. You have to have some extraordinary circumstance beyond being just a member of the citizenry and being able to pass a, a, a constitutional good health, right, that, that you're not a convicted felon, that you haven't been determined mentally incompetent, that you have no other constitutional bars to your ability to carry a firearm. And what this district court ruled, or this district court of appeals ruled, is that they're going to leave the District of Columbia as much room as they can and much space to regulate as the Constitution allows, but no more. And just as this opinion does more than trace the boundaries laid in 1791 and flagged in Heller, the good cause laws are a total ban to ownership in the way in which they've been applied. And for, for those history buffs, 1791, when the first uh, when the Bill of Rights was, was ratified. Correct. So, our, re- our listeners are pretty smart. I think they figured that part out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they are. Oh, except for that guy. See that guy right there? That guy? Yeah, you. You. Raise your hand. Yeah. That guy. Not so much. 
<laughs> the guy with him, though. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Ask him something in English. You were pointing at him, asking him something in English. I, well, he's he's gone now. He's, there, he's he's now looking at his shoes, looking at his shoes, trying to figure out how to tie them. He'll be right. He'll I don't think right. he speaks English yet. He's Could be. Maybe that's the yeah, problem. He's working on it. Where's that wall? We need that wall. Well, he's got a he's got a a primer in his hand. I think he's trying <laughs> to learn to read English. Uh, Kevin, uh, the, the ramifications and and how this will play down line. Now, naturally, uh, as being pro gun people, we would love to see this kind of decision from the Supreme Court, but that may not be necessary. Now, now Kevin and I, we want we want to try and take you there and. It, I'm going to try and take you there without confusing you, and Kevin's going to keep us on the right track. That's 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 the that's the plan here. <laughs> no, no, no. Good, I, good luck. Sometimes I tend, good to, luck. I tend to talk okay. in circles, even even amongst myself, I do that. So it's, I will it's circle quite entertaining. Around. Yeah, it can be. Mm-hmm. can be. But he does it in different voices, which <laughs> is a little weird. This was not the full court in District of Columbia. This was a three-judge panel. Correct. And it was a two-to-one decision by the three-judge panel. And the and the dissenting judge tried to argue that there should be levels of scrutiny involved in the review and the two other judges that wrote the opinion said no because it's a total ban right. the way it's applied we don't get to scrutiny and an intermediate or strict scrutiny we get to the no scrutiny which is your 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 application right. is completely a violation of the constitution and i don't have to decide whether i use intermediate or strict scrutiny to determine whether the state has a, an interest of some sort that they're trying to protect because they have good cause to protect it. They didn't get that. That's exactly the same way Heller was ruled on, right. is that this ban is so complete as to completely violate the Constitution, and there are no there are no levels of scrutiny that would be applied. And then when that didn't work, I think she went to the but it's for the children argument. Right. In fact, okay. and then I have the other judge's response here. It's actually a quote. It says, nuh-uh, no way, sorry about your luck. Yeah. Right there. So here's here's the here's but the, they could ask for an in bonk. Yeah, here's here's where we're all go sixteen judges. There's sixteen judges on the district, the full district court, the district court of appeals in the District of Columbia, the full court has sixteen judges. Nine are appointed by Republican presidents, seven are appointed by Democrat presidents. So you know, listen, this would this would indicate and based on their previous rulings also, when something like this goes to the full court they're going to lean the way of the party appointment. So if you were to take this ruling, if if the District of Columbia were to appeal this to the full D.C. appeal court, they would they'd probably end up losing. And it would become even more firm of, in, in standing then. Well, they might get PCA. They might just get, we, we agree with the lower court ruling. We're not going to, that they may meet as a group, right. review the record, and then... You Hunt. could petition. Yeah. You could petition potentially petition to have another set of oral argument. Right. But this decision was so yeah. absolute. There's no gray that they did not yeah. remand it yeah. to the trial court to have a trial on whether or not it was a violation. They ruled on its face yeah. and issued the injunctions themselves. Or, or issue direction to the circuit court to issue the injunctions. So the circuit court doesn't have to go back, well, I need to read, uh, listen, and hear argument about because now it's come back to me and I get to decide on anything. No, nope, you don't get to decide anything. Issue the injunction, barring D.C. from implementing the good cause. The District of Columbia, as of right now, is a shall-issue state, or shall, a shall-issue jurisdiction. It is. It's a shall-issue jurisdiction. Now, they could, the, 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 uh, the D.C., 
higher ups, the ones that uh, you know were the, were the ones fighting this, they could they could do the appeal to the full full district court, or they could skip that completely and go to the Supreme Court, which again gives us the same argument. Why go to the Supreme Court when you know how Thomas and Gorsuch, with their last writings under the Peruta review, why go there and have it chance that the, this is this is applied nationwide? Because be, because what we have now is you have other circuits throughout the country that still have different rulings. We know we have it in the fourth, we have it in the ninth out west, we have it in the, you know uh, in a couple different places. So now it's been made clear in one circuit court, but other circuits are, are odd. Kevin. Is there a way for this to get to the Supreme Court? Because listen, if, if I'm the, if I'm DC, I'm not appealing this because I don't want to lose big, right? But you know, the Supreme Court can decide to look at it and go, we have different district courts in conflict. We are going to pull this up, and we are going to issue what is the law of the land. And, and they may do that, but what they probably need, it would probably work faster. You were telling me another way for this to get to them. Someone else, the Second Amendment Foundation, or one of the attorney generals can argue that my my jurisdiction covers both of these circuits, both of these districts, both of these appellate courts, and I need this court to tell me what the state of the law is. Yeah, we, we need guidance. So listen, I'm, I'm trying to cite case law here to decide which way to prosecute because I'm the state attorney general, and I have no clear guidance. Can you help us? That's right, and, and go, to the, go to the Supreme Court and see if the Supreme Court will take it up. Of is a matter of great public importance because of a conflict in jurisdictions. That's it. So you know, we just uh, we'll sit back and uh, hope we'll, we'll see Mr. Uh, Gottlieb here within the next uh, you know couple weeks, month or so when we get to the gun rights policy conference. So uh, perhaps uh, we'll know something more by then. Uh, hey folks, listen, that's it for the first hour. Uh, you know, we've got uh, we've got a lot more show uh, coming up for you today, so stick around. But please, until until we see you in six minutes, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. We'll see you next hour. the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at KelTechWeapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. 
Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Hey, we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun tan. Gun what? The gun what? Gun what tan? The gun tan. The gun time. My name is Mike, and I am your host, lead guitarist, and driver of the Winnebago. Hey, let's go around the room real quick. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. It's good to be back, Mike. Thank you, Earl. Thank you, Earl. Uh, we, uh, we're just going to ignore the fact <laughs> that uh, you're not making fun of me at this point. You're making fun of the children. No, I'm making fun of you. Which, well, I'm like a child, so you're yeah, making, fun exactly. of, making fun of the children. The, just the big one. <laughs> uh, on my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Earl. Yes. He is not a big child. He is a very small child and a very big body. <laughs> <laughs> I will frequently get that from Kevin. Uh, he'll call me and go, listen, I'm looking for a 13-year-old's opinion on something here. And, uh, <laughs> He's a 13-year-old he goes, with he goes, a lot well, of experience. Well, she's not here right now. No, no, I meant you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, gentlemen. Welcome back to the program. Why I'm welcoming, welcoming you back, I don't know. You, you love the abuse. I do love the abuse, but it's usually more physical. Usually more physical. Well, well once the mics are off. 
True. We, we don't want any record. True. Oh, yeah, when his... Yeah, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that mic is off all the time. <laughs> hey, let me remind you, you can uh, hear us now live on the Internet on Saturdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Internet. Armsroomradio.com. Just go to armsroomradio.com. It's, you know, somewhere halfway, midway, about in the middle. Right, right yeah, all depends right on, on your right screen on size. Yep. Uh, you can you can uh, follow us there if uh, if you want to uh, listen to us live on the internet. Do it there if you're you know bouncing around between signals and you, you you're getting something scratchy. That's you know we, we we recommend it. We recommend it. Go ahead go ahead there and check us out. And then of course you can see where we're airing on all the other programs, all the other stations around uh, the country. And then of course I think it's what it's about Tuesday, Wednesday, or somewhere around that time frame. Uh, uh, that's that's my goal. The goal. Sometimes okay. it might right. be later, but I I always shoot for no later than Wednesday is my goal. Getting you, yeah. Listen, Earl, 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 Earl is busy. You know, listen, the phone rings a lot of times here, and uh, uh, and and he's got to uh, he's got a he, he's got a demanding job. You know, <laughs> he gets taken away from it, taken away from it uh, quite frequently, quite frequently. So we always appreciate when he gets it up. Um, Kevin, you were you were telling me a story a couple moments ago about a phone call. Yes, I was. <laughs> yeah, you want to do that now? Okay, we'll do that. The uh, you, I'll let you. I'll let, you know you can change the names to protect. Take the, it uh, away, Kevin. To protect the embarrassed, if you okay. like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was on the phone with Mrs. Mike. Mrs. Mike. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Her name's Patty. No. Just so we're clear. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> she suddenly went, "Oh my God!" I went, "What? I've lost my phone. Wait you, where did you leave it? You're on the phone with her. Shh. Okay. Just clarify. Where did Just you leave it? I'm did you leave it in the car? Following. No, no, I had it in the store with me. I know I did. What well, did you go to the? Did you change clothes? Were you trying on clothes? Were you, were you in the dressing room? Oh my God, I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. All right, well, well, if you find it, call me back. And I, <laughs> I hung up and and I I hit the button and the phone answered and I will tell you that I was described as a sphincter muscle. <laughs> <laughs> And I laughed so hard, I thought I was going to pee. <laughs> I can imagine that. We've all done it. <laughs> We've all done Laugh it. so hard you peed? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah right too. now. Right that now. Too, yeah. You know. yeah. the, there's a story uh, out of Fresno. We've got a couple of minutes left here. I wanted to, to give you this story and give you a little advice. Uh, Earl, help me with this one here. There's a, a gentleman who was in a Starbucks, and there was an armed robbery. Now, I hear armed robbery, and immediately I'm like, oh, what, what happened? You know, what, 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 what's the technique? What, what happened? Who got, who got away with what? It ends up being this gentleman was robbing Starbucks with a knife. Uh, and okay. And a toy gun. I, I didn't. Was there a toy gun? I, I, I didn't and see One it. of the witnesses said he had a toy gun. Oh, okay. Well, well, you know, witnesses. Uh, yeah, from law enforcement here. Yeah, witnesses. <laughs> the witnesses are, you know the most unreliable <laughs> thing in any case? Uh, the evidence brought to earth by police officers. By witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> by witnesses. The... This gentleman, a uh, 30-year-old uh, bad guy, uh, you know, takes the knife out and says to the uh, the, the clerk, you know, uh, you know, give me a frappuccino all the way, and I'm not paying for it or whatever he said. Remember, said, or, this is a Starbucks. It's not a clerk. It's a barista. Uh, what, oh, what? jeez. You know, <laughs> all right, whatever. You know what? I think they deserve to get robbed at that point. You know, it's, I'm going to rob you of your stupid title. <laughs> that's that's what they should have done. Anyway, he takes this knife out. And there's a there's a, a 50 year old 58 year old gentleman. Now there's not a lot of background in here, but I'm guarantee you this guy is uh, is a veteran. 
I'm just, I'm telling you, he's uh, a veteran be my, or he was in uh, UFC fighting. Something like that. That would be like my that. first guess. Yeah. That would be my first guess, yes. This, so the, this bad guy's standing there with a knife, and he pulls up uh, a chair. Now, it's California, you could remember, so the average person can't own a firearm there. Right. Um, was it a licensed or unlicensed chair? Uh, it did not say. It did not say. But I'm going to guess California, probably unlicensed. Probably unlicensed. Uh, the chair had to... Uh, it had a large capacity to sit in, so it was it was a high <laughs> high capacity seating device. Well, it was a Starbucks. Yeah, was some, a, of them, some of them some of the Starbucky people are a little yeah, large. A little large, a little large. Hey, did you just drink a cup of coffee that had 5,000 calories in it? Yeah. No, I don't know what yeah, you're yeah, talking and about. And it was $84, yeah. by the way. That's the, that's well, the no, price no, of the medium. I only way. drank part of it because the rest of it's in escrow. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy takes the chair and starts beating the bad guy with it beating the bad guy. And I guess at one point he knocks the mask off the bad guy, gets the guy on the ground, starts punching him. The knife is still there. He takes the knife. At some point, I think they're... The, hand- the good guy gets stuck with a knife. Yeah, I think at some point yeah. they're handing the knife back and forth to each other, mm-hmm. and they both get stabbed a couple of times. Um, th- listen, the bad guy ends up going to jail. The good guy gets cut a couple of times, and uh, and then he ends up being all right, and they catch the bad guy at the hospital with a, with a lie. But, but Earl, knife. Knife defense. Knife defense. What What should you use when you come up against a knife? Distance and, and my gun. Yeah, number one is distance. Even law enforcement will tell you there's there's a number of feet that yeah, you have to use. Yeah, any anytime anyone comes close to 21 feet, you know that they you're going to have to be a very trained, proficient uh, firearms user to pull your gun, especially if it's a, if you're carrying concealed, to pull your gun and be able to engage properly before someone can close 21 feet and be able to get the blade I, on you. I don't care if you're Johnny Ringo. Yeah. If somebody pulls a knife at you within 21 feet, you're taking a blade. Doc, maybe. Doc Holliday, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah. But that's about the only person in history I could think of that might have been able to get around it. You guys are so not willing to have a good time. Because <laughs> i got to tell you, if I hit him with a chair and he turned around and had a knife, I'd look at him and go on. Hot dog, man. Volunteered. <laughs> he volunteered to get in a knife fight with Kevin. Yeah. Uh, well, Folks, then, listen. then I'm going to just stay back and watch. Just, just, just right. Pick up the pieces that I carved them off. Folks, we got a good program finishing up for you here. Stick around. Dr. John Adine will be on with us next. Uh, until then, uh, stick around. It's Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you in a couple minutes. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. 
Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the off. Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, don't forget to join us at the Gun Rights Policy Conference coming up September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. That's September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. Come meet national gun rights leaders and your fellow grassroots activists at the 32nd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference in Dallas, Texas. 
This is your once-a-year chance to network, get an insider look, and plan pro-gun rights strategies for the coming year. That's Gun Rights Policy Conference. Go to Second Amendment Foundation. It's saf.org slash grpc. saf.org slash grpc. Listen, movers and shakers are here. This is uh, Kevin and I were telling you about the Wren case and the Grace case out of D.C. in the court, the court of Appeals up there. Alan Guru will be there. We obviously know Mr. Alan Gottlieb. This is the Second Amendment Foundation. He will be there. This is this is the kind of place where if you're going to be involved in making policy or coming up with the policy to pre- be presented to legislators, legislators, this is the place to do it. In fact, our next guest is, is, is a frequent attendee and, and speaker there. Uh, please welcome back to the program Dr. John Adine. Dr. John is the chief surgeon of Arms Room Radio. Dr. John, welcome back to the program. Hey, it's great to be back with you guys again. I always enjoy uh, spending some time with you folks and your audience. I love having you back here. Uh, Dr. John, what could you tell us, uh, you know, insight on gun rights policy conference for the uh, the general public to attend? What would what would your recommendation, what would your insights be? Well, I can tell you uh, th- this will be my fourth gun rights policy conference. The first time I went, I went as a regular audience member, and that's where I met uh, Tim Wheeler, who is the founder of Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. So GRPC actually helped me help facilitate my trip into the Second Amendment world. You know, I right. mean, it's you know, I mean, uh, I'm now I'm part of the leadership of Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. The second time I went, I was stood up there and I followed Masada Yub yeah. on the dais giving a talk. No pressure. Okay. No pressure. So, so yeah. So I mean, it's it's pretty. It, it can be pretty amazing the the uh, connections you can make and how it can affect your journey into the second amendment advocacy world i mean uh, you know I, I never would have imagined that i would be sitting here on the radio talking to people all over the united states you know when i walked into the the front door at the gun rights policy conference in houston in 2013 so plus you get the chance to meet people like Alan Gura. Right. And, and, you know, and you know, I'll be there. I mean, you can walk up and talk to me. I'll talk to anybody. Right. Uh, I love talking to people. That's how we met you know, That's Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, it, and it's, and it's great. You'll, you'll meet the, the guys that are, you know, the local, your local person, you'll, you'll, the person in, you know, if you're in Georgia, the person from Georgia, you'll, if you're from California, guys from California, if you're from New Jersey, Probably going to be guys from New Jersey. Oh yeah, um, yeah, they'll 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 all be there. Listen, yeah, and this is um, this is John's right. To, this is this is not only the national level. This is all the states. All of the grassroots people from all of the states are there. And this is where, you know, we meet them. There's one or two other events throughout the year, but this is the one when if you want to be involved in Second Amendment rights, this is the place to go. This is the place to be. Right, um, and, and the other thing is you can you can actually if you can't be there, you can actually watch it live. Right online as well so it, it you know we would much rather have you be there and, and the thing is it's free yeah. so you don't have to pay, you have to get there and you have to pay your hotel but they feed you uh you know yeah. lunch uh, every day and uh it, it's really a, a very worthwhile thing plus you get a pile of books i was gonna say you know what you're you are gonna have to pay for is uh is extra luggage to go back because uh alan gottlieb in the second amendment and andrew gottlieb out there at the second amendment foundation hook you up with an entire library of reference material 
Right. For me, fortunately, I'm driving, but this, so I don't have to worry about extra luggage. Right, so this right. one, but yeah, rub it but, in. Uh, yeah, rub it I in. mean, it's 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 amazing, and uh, you know, and you'll have people. First of all, it's in a hotel that uh, allows carry, so we'll be all be carrying. Right, right. It'll be the safest. It'll be the safest hotel, uh, you know, convention uh, in the country that weekend because nobody's going to mess with any of us there because we're all armed. Exactly right. And uh, it's going to be. I mean, I can't tell you the number of just fantastic people that I meet every time I go. And, uh, you know, you know, whether it's you guys or, you know, like Cheryl and Dan Todd yeah. or, you know, um, you know, it's, uh, black man with a gun. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Ken, or Maj Ken Ture, yeah, yeah. or, you know, I mean, there's just people right. galore that you want to meet. You want right. to know. And they're there. You know, I mean, you know, Ken Blanchard, black man with a gun. Right, I, right. I was trying to yep. remember his name. But, you know, I mean just great, great folks. And so it's really, it's, it's as much fellowship as it is exchange of information. John, we got, we got a couple of minutes left here. I want to talk to you about uh, tactical anatomy with Dr. Uh, James Williams. And uh, I, I think Kevin's got a little comment he wants to make here, but, but I, I do want to talk to you. Who's Dr. James Williams and tell us about tactical anatomy. Sure. Yeah. James Williams is a trauma surgeon and a SWAT doctor. Uh, right now he's, he's kind of doing, um, you know, the traveling ER doc stuff. Um, he's a really good guy, but he does a class called shooting with x-ray vision. And, and he does it mostly to law enforcement people. Unfortunately, he's, you know, it's limited, but uh, he has a, a website called tactical anatomy. And I think it's worthwhile looking at that. And uh, he's got some pretty uh, good ideas as far as understanding what you're shooting at, what's inside the human body, thinking of the human body, in the three-dimensional terms as to, you know, if you if you want to make a stop, you, you want to hit the pump in the big blood vessels, if you're shooting a high center of chest, what's in the high center of chest? What are you aiming at? Where are you actually shooting? If you want to make a, uh, you know, a brain stop, you want to hit the brain stem. Well, where is the brain stem? Right. From the front, from the side, from the back? What are you trying to shoot? And also, you know, we talk about the pelvic shot, you know, shooting the lateral pelvis, you know, you're trying to get the big blood vessels, the nerves, and maybe the hip joint, and, and you know, taking out the upper femur uh, to, to put the guy on the ground. Or if you don't have a, a shot at the high center of chest or head, you may be able to hit, you know, in the pelvis, uh, or if there's body armor involved, you know, you either have the head or the pelvis to, to shoot at. Uh, and, and where specifically in the pelvis you need to shoot, you just can't shoot the pelvis and expect the guy to go down. You actually, there's a specific triangle that you need to aim at and the outer half or the lateral half, kind of where the leg joins the pelvis itself, that's where you're, you're trying to hit because that's where the blood vessels are, that's where the femoral nerve is, and that's where the hip joint is. John, is having a trauma surgeon tell you where to place your shot sort of like insider trading? Because I know if, if somebody came and asked me how to commit a crime and not get caught, I'd kind of not be able to tell them the answer to those questions. <laughs> it absolutely is. And remember, in a gunfight, cheating is allowed yeah so yeah. the more you know about the anatomy the better your shot placement is now you still have to execute the shot but if if you're shooting at the right place and you're making hits in the right place you're going to be more effective it's actually better for the guy you're shooting frankly because if you hit him in an effective place you have to shoot him less yeah listen think the, about it so something like 85 percent of all people shot with a firearm survive that gunshot wound right uh, Especially, yeah, especially with but, a uh, but not handgun. if they're shot 
34 times. Yeah, true. Um, he wouldn't go down. Listen, law enforcement, remember the, uh, the, the North Hollywood shootout back in 91, 92, I think it was, in, um, where the bank robbers were all dressed up in the body armor and the police didn't have the, the required equipment, the high-power enough rifles. Right. All they had were their handguns. Now, a class like this. Because, listen, those guys had hips exposed. They had necks exposed. They, they actually know. had stopped one of them. It was a brainstem shot. Right, right. But that, but that was it. You yeah. know, if, with this kind of training, you know, th- this could have... This could have stopped that much, much earlier instead of the the 44 minutes that it ended up being, uh, that, that it went on. Right. Now, d- right. Dr. Williams does have, uh, at least according to their website, they do have civilian classes. So, obviously, he caters to law enforcement, yeah. but civilian classes yeah. are offered out there, too. Yeah, no, and he's and he's a pretty good guy. I've, I've had some phone conversations with him talking about the, you know, the, the pelvic shot and, and, and things like that. Um, and uh, so I think that bottom line is the more anatomy you know you understand what you're aiming at where the big pipes are for instance um the more effective your self-defense is going to be or and whether you need to do a you know i mean if you're if you have to do an immediate stop because there's a hostage situation and you need to take a headshot you need to know where in the head you need to shoot exactly because if you hit the brainstem you're, it's like it's like cutting the strings on a on a marionette. They go right down. <laughs> John, we gotta we gotta run. John, we gotta coming up on a break. But I appreciate you joining us again. It's Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. Drgo.us. If you're in the medical field and you support Second Amendment rights, check out Drgo.us. Uh, Doctor John, thank you for joining us. All right, this is Doctor Johnny Dean, Chief Surgeon of Arms Room Radio. Keep your knives and your scalpel sharp and your mind sharper. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. 
Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Cody C. Grader died July 29, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Grader, 20, of Spring Hill, Florida, was assigned to the 407th Brigade Support Battalion, 2nd Brigade Combat Team, 82nd Airborne Division, Fort Bragg, North Carolina died in Baghdad of wounds sustained from when his guard position was struck by a rocket-propelled grenade. Our son died doing what he was proud of, said Grader's mother and stepfather in a statement. It was his goal to make the Army his career, which he loved. He was proud of serving his country. Grader joined the Army in April 2006. His awards and decoration include the Bronze Star Medal and the Purple Heart. He was eager to learn and excelled at all aspects of his chosen profession, his command said. Army Specialist Cody C. Grader, you are not forgotten. If you have any legal issue or legal question that I may be able to help you with, please feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179. You can reach me on my cell at 407-467-4960 and at any time at maxhorlando.com. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring Fallen Hero, folks. If you have uh, anyone you know, anyone, uh, you know, relative, friend, somebody you've seen the movie, read in a book, doesn't doesn't matter where you found it, you'd like to hear them be talked about for Fallen Hero, please go ahead and, uh, and uh, you know, reach out to us, armsroomradio.com, and uh, it'd be an honor to uh, do this segment on them. Hey, on the line, we have with us uh, Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of uh, Arms Room Radio. Uh, please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Hey gentlemen, how are you all doing today? Doing, doing good, good. Sir. Doing, doing good, good, doing good. How are you doing today? How's things in the, how's things in the world of law enforcement working for you? Uh, it's a, things for me are working very well. Uh, it's you know it's it's busy. Uh, you know it's a new position, uh, getting everything going is keeping a lot of plates spinning, but uh, everything's going well. Well, you're a pretty good plate spinner. I'm sure we'll, you'll be all right down there. I'm sure things will go okay. And yeah, no, no paper cuts. No, uh, you know what they give him the uh, what is it the plastic kind of plates, not the not the glass oh, okay, ones, but okay. the, you know, like yeah. the pla- like yeah. a like a good picnic plate. You know, <laughs> yeah, not a- it's the faux china. You <laughs> yeah. know, the stuff that you know you can wash off and use again. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, there you exactly go. right. That's the ones. You don't want to microwave them necessarily, but you could you know you could wash them if you had to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what so what's going on? What what uh, what do you have for us today, sir? Well, you know, there's been a lot of things going on. There's been uh, uh, a lot of uh, 
police involved, officer involved shootings out there, and, and what we're finding is that, of course, the majority of them are good. Uh, but of course, it doesn't matter. Anytime police use their firearms, it gives uh, a lot of people uh, ammunition, no pun intended, uh, to go ahead and rise up about you know how horrible guns are. Right, right. Uh, it's always now, the guns' fault. All... It's always the guns' fault. Yes, it's it's the guns' fault. Uh, but now, of course, if we uh, everybody joins me. We're going to jump on Google Earth, and we're going to head up to uh, Minneapolis. Uh, now, up in Minneapolis, they're having an election coming up for, for the mayor's spot, and there's a couple different people that are running. Of course, the sitting mayor is running, and there's a councilman that's running. Uh, and there's also a state representative uh, by the name of Raymond Den, D-E-H-N, uh, and he is there running for mayor. And, of course, after the controversial uh, or what appears to be the controversial shooting of Justine Demond, or Damond, uh, the Australian woman uh, who called 911 uh, and was shot and killed by uh, Officer Mohammed uh, Noor. And of course, everybody is up in arms that this is you know horrible. Uh, you know, Minneapolis is the police department is out of control. Uh, one posted signs uh, warning people officers can be startled easily, uh, and it has a. a shadow of a, of a police officer shooting guns right right uh, but in this particular instance uh his idea uh to solve this problem is to take the guns away from the cops and disarm the cops uh so he is quoted in saying that officers do not need to carry a gun on their person all the time uh he wants to replace uh their sidearm with a non-lethal or less lethal device let, let me make sure uh, i heard that right and that uh, everybody out there heard that right the uh, this mayoral candidate in minneapolis has decided that uh that cops don't necessarily need guns no they don't need guns all the time that that that's uh, the campaign he's running on yes uh yeah he, he definitely doesn't get my vote now is this something <laughs> is this something like well the, the cops don't necessarily need them but all the citizens are going to get them Something like that, maybe, you know? I, I got to tell you, I think this is a great idea. I think this is a great idea. I think they need to disarm all the policemen. The policemen will all stop coming to work. He will have no one to guard him, and then he'll get robbed all the time. Yeah. Because you know what? <laughs> Everybody's going to know he could afford to get elected. He's got some money in the house. Let's go by and oh, see yeah. him. Let's go see the mayor. The mayor's always going to be able to you know, put up something for us, you know? It's like, sure. It, now, his this guy must have been is, watching the Andy Griffith show. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, no, no, the sheriff well, doesn't listen, need a gun. Even on Andy Griffith, Barney Fife had a gun. He had the one bolt in his pocket, and he's ready to go. That's true. Yeah, and but you he, know, he, he always met qualifications, too. That's right. That's you know? right. <laughs> he only, you know, yeah. he only needs one. <laughs> yes. Now, in this one, he's saying that, uh, again, they don't need to carry it all the time, uh, that they could have uh, guns secured in their car. And when responding to or at a call that would require something like that, they can just go back to their car and get the gun. Oh, okay. Oh, look, there's the threat. There's the bad guy with the gun. And they, so they're going to pull the timeout. 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 Game, game off. Game off. And then they're going to go get right. it and come back. Yeah. Now, listen, you know, uh, let me, to correct, me if, correct me if I am wrong here, but um, that's not working out too well for uh, the, the Metropolitan Police Department in, uh, in England, in London right now. Oh, it is if you uh, no. want to get chopped to pieces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go after, you know, a, a guy. Well, I'm sorry. First, you have to run away. Right, right, right. Uh, run away. Run away. Run, yes, run, run. This is, this is what we want our uniformed police to do 
uh, is to run away right. uh, until one of them, you know, you know, actually goes and, and, and tries to, to take out the, the the threat. But because it's going to take however many minutes for an armed response vehicle uh, to get there, and this is essentially what I'm getting out of this is maybe does he want to just have certain, you know. Officers that are armed, or that all you know, all of them are, are disarmed, and you have the guns in the car. Uh, but he's obviously getting a lot of backlash. He's gotten, a, you know, the, the other two candidates are are calling him naive, uh, that he doesn't, you know, understand what's going on. Uh, and the police union, uh, of course, uh, doesn't even want to talk to the guy. Yeah, uh, don't give him any credibility at all. Yeah, right. It's it's, it's uh, their their idea is this is an absurd thought and. Obviously, it's going to deter recruitment. And uh, their their spokesman uh, for their union up there came out and said, who would ever want to do the job of policing again? Uh, Not me. We, yeah. we, no, and, and neither would I. I mean, it's, this is – we deal with threats every day. Uh, earlier this week also, right up in Jacksonville, uh, they were chasing down an armed robbery suspect. He's shooting out of the vehicle as they're in pursuit. The canine officer who gets shot gets shot in the jaw. He continues to pursuit. Bad guy crashes out, bails out. They have a running gun battle. The officer who's already shot in the jaw takes out the bad guy along with another detective. I mean, where are we going to find people like this? You know, it's what are we going to do in that case? Let him go? Well, they were clearly too aggressive. We need to find people that are not going to chase people and uh, shoot at them. That's uh, it's clearly not what uh, some of these administrators are looking for, but... But it's, it's, well, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. You know, we're yeah. seeing these things. Uh, we and we're, we saw what happened with the terrorist threats overseas and in England. Uh, you know, and if you know, who's George Clooney can't raise his kids safely? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, where's he going to move to next? Can't we just get robots to be our policemen? Oh, no, that's yeah. <laughs> they yeah, tried wait. that in the movies. Oh, wait, no, no. Yes, no. because we've seen how well that experiment yeah. has worked, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not going to go over good. Not going to go over good at all. Um, yeah, this is this is a uh, this is troubling stuff. Minneapolis. I, I know their chief just resigned this past week. Jane Janie Harto, however you, you say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You listen. I think that might be a wise thing. Now she could spend more time uh, with her uh, in her hair salon career. I don't know if you've ever seen any pictures of her. She's more worried about. Uh, how her hair looks than uh, evidently what was going on the, in the agency there. So that might be best. But, yeah, this guy, you know, we'll just, we'll just, keep, uh, we'll just keep letting people know that, uh, that, you know, he's a clown up there and, uh, in Minneapolis and uh, they need to make him go away. But uh, thankfully that's not uh, where you live, where I live, or anything else. And, uh, listen, and, uh, again, thank you, for, thank you for the information. And uh, until we get to talk to you again next week, please, please, sir, stay safe out there. Absolutely, guys. And to all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six, always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to our Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. The guys will see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Wow, last segment. It always just zips right through. I got like five, six topics left here in front of us, but... Uh, next week. Next week. You know, yeah, you know what? What are we going to do? We're going to do... We're going to finish with House of Blues. We're going <laughs> yeah. to slam them. That's uh-huh. what we're going to do. So if you're, a, if you're a fan of the House of Blues, we, we need your help. Uh, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, hey, hey, we've got a great show. We've had a great show. Everything's going wonderful. Stick around. Hold on tight. Last segment here, and, it, and it's, a, it's a great little topic. Jamie Johnson. You guys know country star Jamie Johnson? He sings that song, In Color, the one we, yes. the one we talk about? Yeah, where he's talking about a bunch of black and white photographs of some the old man has got in his album. And he, the yeah, old the, man says, you, yeah, World you, War II you, vet. you think it's yeah. something? You should have seen it in color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Color. Exactly. So it's pretty cool. The video is pretty cool. Also, it's got, uh, it's got all those photos. It shows them in there. And it's uh, again, I like the, uh, the the military reference. Yeah, you should have seen it in color. 
uh, when he talks about it. Uh, this is this past week, so last Sunday, House of Blues, Myrtle Beach, announced the cancellation via Facebook. Again, this is this past Sunday. As always, the safety and security of our guests is our number one priority. Tonight's artist refused to adhere to our safety and security guidelines and would not enter the building. Unfortunately, tonight's show is canceled. Now, again, this is about Jamie Johnson and his band. Uh, They were playing uh, the House of Blues up there in Myrtle Beach this past Sunday. And they wouldn't let him in. And guess why they wouldn't let him in? Well, they would, but he wouldn't enter because they put a metal detector at the door that was feet. Between the bus and the stage door. Oh, yeah, exactly. Not the front of the building where they're checking all the people coming in. They only wanted to wand and detect metal on the band members. Yeah, this was early from, they put it between the bus door and the back door to the stage. Right. Nobody but them and employees were coming through. You know, now, if it was 1972 (laughs) and it was the Eagles and they put a drug dog there, Glenn Fry wouldn't have gotten out of the bus either. (laughs) I I still think you could probably put one there today for the Eagles and they still wouldn't get in with a drug door or with a drug dog. No, no, no. The dog likes the Eagles. He'd just go, I don't know what you're talking (laughs) about. (laughs) No, it's, 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 what are you kidding me? that's Don. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, member of uh, Jamie Johnson's band, Tony T.C. Coleman, he, he responded to the House of Blues Myrtle Beach Facebook post relaying firsthand account of what happened. And let me let you know what happened here. Uh, as a member of Jamie's band, House of Blues management, Live Nation was wrong for how they treated the situation. Jamie was ready to give an amazing performance as he has done every night since the year and three months that I've been in his band. I stand with him on this. House of Blues didn't need to treat us like we were terrorists. They put a metal detector between Jamie's buses and the stage entrance, and the only people coming in and out of his buses was us, his band, and the crew, and we all have laminated stage passes. We did not come to the House of Blues to be treated like we were going to kill the fans. If someone came backstage to harm anybody, you better pray there's a Jamie Johnson type individual around. Okay. So when when a, somebody in the music industry says I killed it, they don't mean I just took out everybody, everybody on the front row unless right. it was yeah. Gallagher and yeah. he's using a watermelon. <laughs> yeah. okay. Now if you, if you if you haven't figured out what we're talking about, Jamie Johnson is a Second Amendment supporting gun carrying yeah. individual. Yeah. He 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 tote. Yeah. Yeah. He he carries. He packs. That's right. He, he got uh, he got and, the heater. And, he got a and, Roscoe. And I got a feeling some of the band does too. Oh yeah, yeah. Listening uh, listening to Tony T C Coleman here. Yeah, that, that's what it sounds like. So the the establishment decides. Listen, we know this is the South. We know we're gun loving state here. We 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 know Myrtle it's Beach. It's South is, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're not letting you in with a gun. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm go not coming in. in. Yeah, I but guess. you know what? I'll bet you. I'll bet you there ain't no clause in their contract for that. And they're going to pay him anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, who, you know who gets cheated here? The fans, exactly unfortunately. Exactly right, the Jamie Johnson fan. Uh, the, well, no, they're going to refund the money to the fans. Yeah, but now, you know what, to see it. You but, know? You, but this is the kind of thing that, uh, oh, that a country you're, western You're singer, thinking a class action lawsuit, aren't no, you? No, I'm thinking he's going to go find a venue right. and give a free concert to everybody that shows yeah. me you got a refund from House of Blues, yeah. and we're going to put House of Blues out of business, yeah. and it's, it's going to become the Jamie Johnson House of you got to blues now. <laughs> <laughs> Find a warehouse, hire a couple food trucks. Yeah. yeah. It's on. That's right. Yeah, so listen. Put a uh, pig in the ground and some bare ice. 
<laughs> First off, you need to contact House of Blues Myrtle Beach. You need to you need to let them know how you feel. And then uh, I'd let all your House of Blueses know. Or is it going to be Houses of Blue or House of Blueses? Houses of Blue? Houses of Blue. Well, you know, because you, you use the, you know, the... I don't know where to put the apostrophe. The, you know, the, I don't know where to put the apostrophe in that one. So let the HOBs know that uh, you, you should uh, you should really support Second Amendment people. Otherwise, you know what? You, you might go concert. broke. Yeah, you might go broke. You're going to you lose your venue, lose no your concert. Yeah. And, and you might let that singer and his band know that you support them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, get, get on there. What, geez, Earl, you looked up how many albums they have. Yeah, how many, he, what do they he's, have? He's, 11, he's got 11 albums on iTunes and a bunch of different, uh, you can buy. You can get the whole album or you can buy the individual songs. Yeah, trust me, if you don't have In Color, it just listen, I think it's on the YouTube. Oh, yeah. Go to the YouTube and take a look at it. And once you once you see it there, you, you'll, you'll download it. It's it's one of them fair. It's, it's going to be like a, uh, uh, a proud to be an American kind that, of song. That, it's oh, it's yes. got oh, that yeah. kind that, of emotional draw I, I would almost it. hazard to guess that that song initiated why the Discovery Channel now has World War II In Color. Because <laughs> they're doing all those shows. Just like Bon Jovi started right. Unplugged. Right. Um, the, the, that's the myth. I know the reality. I was there that night. But the the, the it's the caucus. It wasn't the caucus. But it's it's a good song. It's a good song. Yeah, I mean, I I had heard that song. I didn't know who sang it, but I'm sure, like a lot of other Second Amendment uh, supporting individuals, I'm definitely going to look into his work a lot more deeper and. And more intensely now. I'm definitely I'm definitely drawn to it. I'm not a big uh, country fan. I, I call myself a the a crossover country uh, fan. No, if you I, if it makes if it makes the regular airwaves, yeah, then, then yeah. listen to it. That, I remember the same way, right? when there were only two kinds of music where I grew up: <laughs> country and western. No, no, it's, it's, it's country and western. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't talk like that. They, that's Tennessee. Well, I'm the Blues Brothers. That's how she told yeah, them. But that's Tennessee. We got both kinds of music we, here. That's Tennessee. Country and that's Tennessee. We don't talk yeah. about that here. Uh, you know, had a mention of Secaucus. I don't know if you guys knew this. You know who Secaucus Steve is? Secaucus Steve. Is this just something local? For being, I'm from the Northeast. I, I know who Phil is. But no, Punxsutawney Phil. You know who yeah, Punxsutawney Phil is. I know, is. I know who, who he is. Steve. But Secaucus Steve. Is he a rat? No, no, no. So he's a he's a, he's a groundhog. He's a groundhog. But he lives in the sewers in Secaucus. And, and and every February second, he comes out of the sewer, and if he sees Bon Jovi T-shirts, then he knows that the, the winter's going to be six weeks oh, shorter. Oh wait, yeah. yeah, I do know who that is. <laughs> I know who he is now. Got the now it's a Bon Jovi T-shirt. Yeah, 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 that's why you Sikorka said. Steve. Sikorka, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I completely dropped the ball on that, <laughs> and I apologize uh-huh. to the, the, the little pygmies in New Guinea, my <laughs> deepest <laughs> condolences. <laughs> Uh, folks, that's uh, that's that's about it for the show today. We had uh, we had a great time with you. We had uh, Major Bill on. We thank for, thank again for him for joining us, uh, Dr. John Adine. You know what? I think we're going to get Dr. John back. I'd like to talk about the tactical shot placement a little bit more. We ran a little yes, bit long I'm... talking about the gun rights policy conference, but I, I definitely want to get him back on to discuss well, you that know, a little more I, at length. I have a tattoo that says only headshots count. You do? You always go for the apricot. You, you, you do. Because uh, you know why? Zombies stop when you do that. Oh yeah, I understand. Yeah, listen, I understand. I'm, I, you, you listen. You and I have been shooting, uh, you know, hundred times together. I'm, we're both fans of the Mozambique technique. That's right. So, That's right. Uh, it's a, it's it's a. I was there when they invented it. <laughs> it was just called shoot them here back then, but maybe we were near Mozambique. And unfortunately, I don't remember. weirdly, it was in North Africa. It wasn't even in Mozambique. I don't know why they. No, no. When I first started using it, it it would. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Forgot about a, that Hague thing. That, that, that's the programs uh, list. If you want to advertise, give us a shout. It's armsroomradio.com. Uh, we've got some. We got some space available. Uh, you know, uh, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, we're, we had a great show. But uh, listen, until we hear from you, until we see you, until we talk to you next week, please remember exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, please stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. And don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone. We'll see you next week. Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off.